They've got a brand new stadium, a big one, and they're going to put a big flag up there in a moment because the eagle has landed. Sports news and reviews, this is the Sports Desk on Sin. Hello and welcome to this Monday's edition of the Sports Desk. I'm April, I've got James and Matt with me as usual. How are you guys? Mm, not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I'm okay. Been better? A lot better. Not 30 seconds ago, you were furious. Yeah, I'm so, still not happy. Let's let's get into why. Uh, let's hear about it. Yeah. So, another disgusting decision by referees in ABA League. Yet again, just... Mm, I'm not happy, man. No. No, just... Yeah. So, um, let's just... You know, I feel like we should take through the results of the A-League before yeah. we get into the nitty-gritty of what's been going on. Because there have been a few decisions that have gone the wrong way um, in this week. So, we had Central Coast Mariners um, losing 3-1 to Adelaide at home at Blue Tongue Stadium. And then Western United hosted Newcastle Jets. Newcastle Jets giving them a one nil thwopping. Um, I believe the percentage, um, the stats were um, Western United even had sixty four percent of the possession, and they still lost one nil. So possession's famous and not a particularly. Yeah, but in, in the A League, in the A League, it's more like football's more possession based than it is like Premier League. Like let's pass long balls, let's be creative. Yeah, right. It's more like pass back to the keeper. Let's do something else. Oh, it doesn't work. Back to the keeper. Let's go the other way. Doesn't work. Back to the keeper. Right. Like that. So, it's, possession's a lot. Um, so, they lost 1-0. And then Brisbane Raw hosted Melbourne City at Dolphin Stadium in Redcliffe for the first time in their history. Packing that out. Um, it was sold out, which was uh, very surprising for an early game to sell out a stadium. Um, Brisbane Raw got that done 4-3. Uh, goals to Jamie McLaren getting a hat-trick for City, and then Rory O'Donovan getting a hat-trick for the Brisbane Raw, and uh, Marty Holloway getting a goal in the 60th minute. And then the last game of the round, we had the Big Blue, or as I like to call it, the Costa Barbarossa's derby, <laughs> because he came up against his old side. Thankfully, it wasn't in Melbourne, so it eases his way into the Big Blue on the opposite side of the spectrum. Um, he actually scored the winning goal in the 60th minute. Um, Adam LaFondra got the first in the 61st. And then Ola Toivonen got only one for victory in the 45th. Um, so as the latter sees right now, Melbourne City are still on top, uh, one point on top from Sydney FC, who on 12 points, City on 13, the Wanderers on 10 in third, um, West United also on 10, and then it's Adelaide United and Perth Glory, and Wellington yet to get a win with that bye this weekend. Uh-huh. <sighs> well... So, so I, think, I think we'll come back to the Brisbane-Melbourne City game because yep. I'm sure, James, you want to talk about it. I will say, though, as someone who is, I think for neutral fans and Brisbane fans, this would definitely be the most exciting oh, game. I of. agree. It was, one of the most, it, was, it was one of the most exciting games I reckon we'll see all season. I think it's worth pointing out that even though there was two attricks in the game, two of O'Donovan's were from the spot, Yeah, which is, I think, where the controversy comes in. Now, uh, yeah, okay. So the first penalty was a high boot kind of from Royston Griffiths. Um, he kind of went for the ball to try and kick it over to just clear it, and he went very late, as per Royston Griffiths does. He's just a red card waiting to happen. Um, he you know, got the high boot, 
missed the ball, and then he came out, studs up on the guy's thigh. Now, I don't know if that's a penalty because it wasn't like a foul kind of thing, like a red card. Obviously, it wasn't like a slide tackle in the box. It was a high boot. I don't know if high boots are worthy enough for a penalty. Studs up's a penalty, though. But it was it was it was all standing up. It wasn't like he slid into him. He did clearly kick him. Yeah. And it was in the box. So yeah. I think it's pretty hard to I mean, not give that a penalty. And if I'm just trying to if it you, hadn't been given, we'd like, be having a big conversation about yeah. why it should have t- been. If you just tick in boxes, it sounds like it was a foul, it sounds like it was in the box. I think those are the two you need to clear. Yeah. Like there shouldn't be a higher barrier for penalties. Yeah, fair enough. I'm just trying to, you know <laughs> trying to find a way out <laughs> of this. To rationalize. Um yes, obviously uh O'Donovan got that goal going got keepers right and then again second penalty uh, Danny Jono uh, got a handball in the in the box due to um, a ball being smacked literally into his face and he just put his hand up as a natural reaction as you do and it came off his hand and they gave it a penalty and this caused a lot of controversy because um, in one of the Melbourne City groups that I'm in they posted the rules of the A-League and like penalties that have they given and not given um now, it says that there will be no penalty if the ball touches a player's arm or hand close to their body um, if they are blocking them from severe injury. So, if they're obviously blocking themselves from getting injured in a obviously a head clash or whatever whatever it is on their head, it's not a penalty. Um, obviously, you know, making giving his hand up there, it's, it's quite obvious. It's not like discreet. Yeah. It's not like um, we saw in the Champions League final last year when... Tottenham got awarded a penalty against them for having a handball that was above the elbow. Yeah, that, that, that was controversial in my opinion, even though I don't really like Tottenham. I was like, a, oh, that's a bit dodgy. It wasn't a handball. It wasn't a handball. There I was the pub at three in the morning, slacking off. It was sad. Yeah, well, what wasn't a penalty? Um, and this is the same. Like, I don't think because he's clearly not done it on purpose. It wasn't like an unnatural position. Him blocking himself is a perfectly natural position you do. Like, we were literally talking about this, having a discussion when the penalty was done. And one of the boys just put his hand in someone's face, right? To see re- get a reaction. S- exact same thing happened. See? It's not like he's going to do it on purpose. I, mean, I don't know. I, I think severe is a bit more, like... I think, I think severe is a bit of an interesting wording. It kind of it really does open it to interpretation. Yeah. But, I don't know. Is, is, hitting, is getting hit in the face a severe injury? It was a broken nose without a doubt. Because that ball... Right, he was, I reckon, three metres away from him. Yeah. And that's how close it was. And he managed and to get that ball from was... three metres away right up, uh, up up his face. Yeah, got that much leverage on it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a disgusting not, kick. Not a kick. But, but I guess at the end of the day, you know, that is blocking his shot at goal still with his hand. Yeah. Which... I just, yeah, yeah I don't, I I don't mean, agree with it because just, the ruling says different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the ruling saying that if you, you know... Covering your face to avoid injury, that's fair enough. It's not a penalty. Where if you got your hand up high above your head, out of nowhere, just in an unnatural position, that's of course a penalty. It's a yellow card as well. But blocking your face from getting a clear broken nose, like they analysed this after the game, mm. and without a doubt that guy was getting a broken nose because the the um, speed that that ball was coming at was ridiculous. was absolutely insane how fast that ball was coming. And that, this kid's only, what, 18. So, obviously, he's not, like, the perfect footballer. And he's got a lot to learn. That's what I thought. I'm like, oh, okay. It's Denny Genre. He's only 18. What do you expect? You know, it's not going to... I mean, if we saw it from maybe Scott Jamison or um, uh, Jamie McLaren, we might, we might not have seen the hand. 
come up but you know that's obviously um innocence and you know youth coming out in the um Mm -hmm. in that play but i don't what you know throwing youth and young people and whatever out, out the window i don't think it's a penalty being in neutral being in neutral in this situation that's not a penalty because if you just look at the rules i'm not like i'm not saying Oh, Melbourne City, because we, you yeah. know, top of the league, whatever. If you're looking at the bare essential rules and how that they've ruled it in the actual FFA ruling of what penalties are given by this year, because the FFA changed their ruling this year with all the internet, with their FIFA as well, because mm-hmm. last year they turned the game around with all the handballs. Yeah, I mean, I think as, as I understand it, the ruling is if it touches your hand, it's a foul. Yeah. Full stop. So you've got to kind of rationalise that with the like with the new full stop ruling and, mm. and the like serious injury thing so it's you know it's a toss up yeah I mean like look I didn't even know that this rule was a thing until after the like after the penalty because as soon as we saw it hit his hand like oh god it's a penalty like we just heads in our hands saying oh, like there's nothing going to do about that because you're not yeah. going to not block your face from getting a broken nose because a broken nose you're out for what, four weeks yeah, you're done true. because football is like basically a contact sport where you need your head you know, and any, like, verberation from your skull is going to affect your nose. You know, and he's yeah. one of our key players who comes on the bench. Even though he's young and we're a bit of lack of depth in Melbourne City, he's one of those players who you need. True. And not saying, yeah, oh, I don't want to, you know, not play. It's just I don't want to get a broken nose. No. It's completely fair. But, um, yeah, it's gone by the rules. Not a penalty, but obviously the referee saw it differently. Got to respect the referee's opinion at the end of the day. But... I mean, that's football. Do you think this is the start of the end of Melbourne City's season, James? No. <laughs> no. Really, really no. early, really incendiary takes. Well, I hope early. not. I just spent a lot of money going to Western Sydney next weekend. Um, Yuck. Yeah, I know. I'm not happy about that either. I just want to go and see the new stadium. That, that's the sole reason we're going to Western Sydney, see a new Parramatta Stadium. Fair enough. Um, but look, up. We're still on top of the lead on the ladder. Um, I'm in a lot of group chats with all these Melbourne City fans, and they're getting so cut. Oh, you know, we're so bad. Bring back Warren Joyce. We're just playing Joyce ball again. And I'm like, dude, it was one loss. Like, calm down. It wasn't even that bad. You know, okay, two penalties. Ross and Griffiths one wasn't great. Denny John, obviously debatable. But it's one loss. We've got Wanderers next week. Then we've got a bye. Then we've got Perth at home. Then the Christmas derby. These are all games we can win because victory are looking very bad. They're sitting in eighth now. Mind the gap if you don't mind. Um, but look, I just, I don't know why people are getting so cut over this. It's one loss. And there's definitely still a long way to go. Oh, yeah. Like, we just got McLaren back, right? And he only played 45 minutes. If he played another 45, he, could, he may have got five goals. Who knows? He already had three in the first <coughs> half. Um, and then Florian Berenga's yet to come back from a hamstring injury. Like, there's so much depth in this squad. And obviously, we've got Connor Metcalf and Rami Nazarene off with the Oli Roos. Uh, they played last night against North Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got so many players who are just out yeah. with other duties, injuries, whatever like that. So I don't know why City fans would be, you know, rolling around, kicking and screaming about it. I'm not. It was a loss. Big deal. Okay, move on to next week. Thank you very much. No. Well, that wraps I'm, it up. I'm too, yeah. I'm too like, chill. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. Well, we'll head to a quick song now, and then after that, we'll come back with round one of the W League and all the EPL news as well. So plenty more soccer still to come. This is God is a Dancer with Mabel by Tiesto.
That was God is a Dancer with Mabel by Tiesto. You are listening to the Monday Sports Desk on Sin. It's April, James and Matt with you. And we are halfway through all our soccer wrap-up of the weekend's games. We, of course, had round one of the W League, um, which is very exciting to have kicked off. We had four matches, which started on Thursday. Uh, where we had Western Sydney take on Adelaide United. Western Sydney got up 2-1 in this with goals to Kristen Hamilton and Kyra Cooney-Cross. And 16-year-old Mary Fowler scored a penalty for Adelaide United. Look, I don't... um, Look, Foxball doesn't do that that, that much coverage of the W League. They obviously televised it. Um, They're televising every game of the W League. Um... I didn't watch this game. I watched the Big Blue um, mm-hmm. uh, yesterday, and then I watched a bit of City's game against Newcastle. Um, well, I think the f- we obviously it's match day one, and there's uh, there's only fourteen match days. So I think maybe when we get to maybe match day six, seven, we'll kind of see the front runners in this. But I mean, Western Sydney um, took it to Adelaide, looking good. Um, Adelaide have been pretty much up there in the last couple of years. I've been. They're very good, um, but yeah, I mean, I'd like to see what Western Sydney have got to take to uh, the double league field. But I mean, look, we had the big blue yesterday, three um, nil to Sydney FC. Um, goals to uh, Remy Seaman, Seamson, Seamson, and then Shadney Evans. These are some real interesting <laughs> names. Um, so two goals to uh, Seamson, and then uh, Evans got one in the 92nd. And then we had Canberra United. Um, view the result for this because it's not loading for me. Yep. Uh, Canberra United played Perth Glory yesterday as well. Canberra got up 2-0. Blasted. That game was over. Simone Charlie scored both goals uh, in the 6th and 11th minute. So Bang. got up to an early lead there and held it for the whole match. That's the one. You like Canberra? I do. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm largely of the opinion that they're one of Canberra's most successful sporting teams. They play out in like Belco. It's a bit what about better. the Raiders? Yeah, it was also the Raiders won anything. Yeah, you're right. They got to the grand final. Yeah, they kind of in and out of the eight historically. <laughs> Canberra, Canberra United are consistent. I'm just waiting for a Canberra A League team. Yeah, so so is Canberra. Just, yeah, weirdly. I mean, like we've we've got this joke where we like make like different names for away away games, and people are just like Parliament House away. Just out of nowhere. There's like what? There's Asia away. We can do um, uh, what is it? You know the Grand Prix in Japan when they do the Grand Prix in Japan. There's like yeah. a um, there's a football team there who play in the Champions League, and it's called um Formula One away. It's like all these little meme names. I'm very lost. Are we back on Melbourne City? So um, I'm just trying to say that it's like <laughs> Parliament House away could be a fantastic away day for the uh, A League. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean yep. you could, you yep, could, or you could go to Canberra to watch the Melbourne City W League team play Canberra. You know what would be great? That a double header, a double header, right? Know. Where Canberra women's and Melbourne City take on each other in this absolute colossal, right, um, clash of the titans, and then Melbourne City play the new team. I'd love that in the next like three to four years. I don't really like double headers. I find them I rate them not like disrespectful, but get, get to the stadium nice and early. Right, you get to watch some high class um, athletes play some football, and then you've got the men's game afterwards. Ooh. It's great. I think the Sydney Melbourne victory W League was a that was a double header game. Um, yeah, I'm a bit torn about them, but it 
does help draw a bit of an extra crowd and yep. probably uh, bring some awareness to the W League from people who wouldn't otherwise go. Yeah. So in that way, it, it they've is only a got good like thing. one or two per um, per team this year. Mm-hmm. I mean, Melbourne City's only got one um, double header. Yeah. But I like them. I mean, yeah. you know, we. Um, I think last last year they after the New Year's break they had um, a massive like survey where they put it to the fans. Do you want a new walkout song? Do you want a new goal song? Uh, like a post match song, whatever like that. And no one knew the results until like the WL game, mm-hmm. and they kind of did it to get more attraction to yeah. the to the game to see which ones actually got selected. It's a good way to kick off the league. So like the WBBL, for example. Yeah. They were pretty tied to the men's teams, and now they mm. they've started their season plenty before, and they've got heaps. Like yeah. They're arguably the premier women's short form competition in the world. Yeah. Um. So like they had a big. Like they had a big carnival over the weekend in Drumline. That's right. So, like, I, I think that's 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 important. I yep. think it's good to distance the leagues, and make sure yeah. that people know that like they're separate entities. Yeah. Because then again, like, it's good for the women to play in like a big stadium. Um. Because I mean, you know, they're what well, they're playing at in um, uh, Epping, Epping Stadium for um the victory, yeah. and they've got ABD Stadium in Broadmeadows, yeah. and then City are playing just wherever they can get a game. Um. So it's good. I mean, like, I, I rate it. They're playing in a big stadium, Amy Park, yeah. what, 30,000 seats. It's a big stadium. doesn't matter if it's not a full. I mean, if you get good traction and you get a game where you've got a buy. So, like, just last year they had the uh, women's derby victory versus City in the bye week where both teams had a buy. And they got, like, uh, what was it, 7K there? So, like, what you'd get to, like, a Melbourne City game, you got to the W League game. Mm. And it was fantastic because, like, it was just, oh, everything was general admission. Yeah. And there were lots of people there. I mean, I like I like when they schedule it perfectly where the, when there's buyers, because then everyone just goes. They've got nothing else to do. Like they like the um, uh, Tottenham Hotspur versus Arsenal women game overnight. They got um thirty five thousand there last night. Not bad. And the away babe was full. Huge. Okay, how good's that though? Like I rate it when there's an international break and you play women's football, <coughs> and then everyone has to go to it because it's like oh let's just go and then watch it, and then they get surprised of how good it is. Yeah, definitely. Like I rate it. We'll get to the last match of the round, uh, which was yesterday as well. Newcastle Jets took on Melbourne City. This was a one-all draw. Tegan Collister uh, scored for Newcastle in the 67th minute and Emily Van Egmond scored for City in the 22nd minute for this game. Um, Melbourne City had most of the possession for this game. Just looking at the stats there. Yep. so 74 to 26. Damn, that's that's a lot of possession and no yeah. goals. <laughs> what are you doing? Come on, we've got we've got the best what women's striker in the A League, Kaya Simon, in our team, and we can't even get two. Mm. Come on, and then we've got this, and then we've got the Matildas starting goalkeeper as well. Kaya Simon didn't play, didn't she? No. Well, that's a ah. shame. And then Lydia Williams is in goal. You'd expect her to get a clean sheet. Emily Van Eggman scored. <laughs> yeah, scored the only goal. But um, yeah, no. We've got we've got a couple. Melbourne City have got a few really good signings. Mm. I feel like this whole show's revolving around Melbourne City. It's really weird. <laughs> I think that's just a you thing. You yeah? keep drawing yeah, it, it back. <laughs> yeah. You're like a Melbourne City magnet. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, yeah, right. Sure. Um, to have a look at the ladder after round one, probably doesn't mean too much here. We haven't it's even seen every team really, play. Yeah. Uh, Brisbane Raw, of course, had a bye this week. Um, but Sydney are on top of the ladder, followed by Canberra and Western Sydney and Melbourne City to round out the top four. And then we've got all the teams who lost yep. on the bottom. Lovely. That's the one. 
Well, to, to use his goal difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's really, now you've brought it up, I've gone and had a bit of a gander at the um, WSL results of the yeah. women's soccer over in England. Um, and obviously, like you mentioned, um, Spurs played Arsenal in the North London derby. And it was 2-0, but it was only 2-0. Yep. And the gap in those two teams is, is huge. Oh, yeah. Arsenal, uh, like one of their most historically successful women's teams. Arsenal have got um coaches Australian. Yeah, right. John, oh, his first name is John. That's all I know. Old mate John. Yeah, old mate John. Like they're up there with you know your Olympic Lyons in terms of like historically yep. successful. And Tottenham have been in the WSL one for a season. Yeah. So I was expecting like they got paced like eight 0 last year. So mm. I'm happy with two 0 That's pretty good. Um, Sam Kerr's new team, Chelsea Women's, played Man U one one nil. Sam Kerr didn't play. Um, but you know they, that's that's not, that's another one like that. That's another very good competition. Of they're starting to really draw high quality players. Yeah. Um. Spurs are sixth in the WSL, which mm-hmm. is better than we're doing in the uh, Premier League. So yeah, I don't, where are Spurs sitting in the Premier League? They're fit. Yeah, okay, come on. I mean, I, I'd love to see them up and have like a little battle with every other team. At least we're not in disarray. At least we haven't stacked our captain. <sighs> don't. Uh, <laughs> okay. Another, yeah, I get it. Okay. Um, well, shall we head over to the yes. EPL now? Let's Go through the results of match day twelve of thirty-eight. Did we? No, it, it, international nah, no, break. Yeah. International wrong? break. Qualifiers. Oh, Qualifiers. I am wrong. Yes. Um, yeah, friendlies. The English played yeah. overnight. Yeah. They yes. beat Kosovo. 4 0 to the surprise of no one. Really. Kosovo I mean, you historically know, aren't great. I, I thought they'd have a bit of more bit more fight in them. But. I mean, that's the thing about the Euro qualifiers, though. There's a lot of teams who aren't great. Like overnight, you saw Luxembourg play, who only lost 2 0. Mm. Um, Bulgaria won. Serbia drew with the Ukraine. Albania lost to France. Moldova lost to Iceland. Turkey beat Andorra. Neither of which team I would have thought were in Europe, but here we are. Yep. <laughs> I mean, real clash of the heavyweights here. Um, I don't know if it's like, you know, you think, but Qatar beat Singapore 2-0. That's, those are historically heavyweights. Like, I mean, obviously, massive. Qatar famously are playing in the next World Cup, so I guess we're going to have to see how they go. Yeah. Did you see um, uh, Germany, what they've, what they've done? Uh, nope. So what they've um, this is a massive story. This is one for politics on a Wednesday um, to get more in depth in. But so so obviously that's a Wednesday show, right? Nine till ten. Nine till ten on Wednesday. This is certainly one for them. Um, the German national team, um, the Football Federation of Germany, have actually come out and stated that they will take appropriate measures and will not pay in countries where women's rights will not be respected. So they won't be playing in Qatar in twenty twenty two, if. Nothing happened. So, I mean, lots of other... Um, I was watching uh, Sky... Sp- no, Optusport, when they have the international breaks, they've got, like, the panels, like John Aloisi, Mark Schwarzer, mm-hmm. um, a few English players as well. And they're all in England. They're always massive, like, you know, panel, and they're talking about it. And they were saying that a lot of countries may follow suit to try and get... Like, this is like kind of like their loophole to try and get it away from Qatar. Oh, yeah. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah because, I mean, you could, because you know how, like, it... Obviously, they don't. A lot of countries don't want to go over to Qatar and sure. play, even if it's even if it's in the winter and it's only twenty six degrees or whatever average. Yeah, the heat's not whatever it is, but the working conditions workers have have been in the countless like workers who have like actually died from trying to build like the what twenty stadiums they're trying to build. Mm. Yeah, like the everything about it. Terrifying. Hundred percent. Like everything they're doing about it is wrong. Yeah. Right, and yeah. the way that they've found this loophole. That hey, if we can do this and draw attention to what's going on there, mm. maybe we can draw it away from there and try and get somewhere else. Cough, cough, <laughs> Australia. Cough, cough, New Zealand. 
Cough Cough like 2020, like you know, it. 2022 World Cup Australia New Zealand. I wouldn't That'd mind be that. Good. We'd get around it. I'd like that too. I mean, Australia. Um, it'd, it'd mostly be in Melbourne because the Amy Park MCG. The requirements are hilariously stringent for who can host a world, who can host a World Cup. Yeah. So there'd be a lot of games at the G. One assumes. They, they, yeah. They'd kit it out. They'd they'd retrofit that to be. A, and then they'd what? So what they'd do, obviously, they'd go ANZ Stadium in Sydney, Suncorp mm-hmm. Stadium in Brisbane. They'd probably put in some temporary seating and have some games at uh, Canberra Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> Canberra Stadium. That's um, what I, I mean, I, I, it's, it's got a sponsor name at the moment. I can't remember yeah, what it is. Yeah. Fair enough. It's not Wynn Stadium. That's Wollongong. That's why they could have games at Wollongong. That's a 25,000-seat stadium that's over there. And camp, no, I'm being serious. Wollongong Stadium is one of the prettiest stadiums in Australia. It's right on the beach, oh. and people literally they kick the balls onto the beach because they're like there's just there's no fence. That'd be good. There's just no fence from like the touch line. Then there's a bit of seating, and then it's just beach. All the visiting tourists for the World Cup would love that. I just imagine they do seating on the beach. Like, this like scaffold steed. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, this, this is compelling. Why, why, I'm why doesn't FIFA come to us, the sports desk faithful, and just listen to our opinions? Our World Cup pitch. <laughs> exactly. That would be amazing. Just imagine that, right? We actually put up a pitch and we send it to FIFA and just, like, as a joke, and they actually accept it. That would, that would be something. Strange things have happened. 100%. What have um, we got after, what, what have we got next, next segment? We might head to some basketball because yep. there's always fun. a lot of basketball news to talk about. So we will go to a song first, though. This is Exercise by the Hilltop Hoods. You're listening to the Monday Sports Desk on Sin. All right, boys and girls, get the oranges. It's half time, but don't worry, we'll be back right after the break. Exercise by Hilltop Hoods. You are listening to the Monday Sports Desk on Sin. We have covered all the soccer news oh boy, so everything. far. Everything. Everything. Literally everything. As well as our World Cup pitch for 2022. Yep. yep. So make sure you listen back to the podcast episode if you missed that. Because there's some real good ideas there okay. that uh, hopefully FIFA will be also listening to and taking on board. As if they're not listening. Come on. Yeah, Come sure. on. Of course they're listening. Uh, but we're now going to head into the basketball. We had another big weekend of NBA and NBL. I think we'll start at home with the NBL. Sure. What's well, that? You know what? Let's do it. Um. Yeah, you know what? Oh, Get, mate, big, this big, isn't, big this isn't loading. I'm not happy. Big big Melbourne derby. The throwdown. The th- is that what they call it? The throwdown. <laughs> was it... What number? Number was number it? Number three. Number three. In seven rounds, I've had three throwdowns. And, and that's me- it. Mel- Melbourne got up by one. Yeah. Um. So United got up by one. That's that's right. I mean, yeah. I said Melbourne once. I, w- I would have said South East Melbourne. If South East Melbourne only got up. Fair so enough. So I'm, I'm um, being specific here. Uh, We've got like... A, like, let's have a look at the box score. No, I can't. Okay, got to remember. Sure. No, here we go. Um, so for the point scorers for um, Melbourne United, we had Trimble getting twenty-two points, four rebounds, three assists, um, and then Gibson for the Phoenix got ten points, um, four rebounds, four assists. Mitchell Creek posting twenty-seven um, points, seven rebounds, three assists, and then Mister. Um, Benson, Mr. Benson getting 20 points, eight rebounds, and one assist. Um, look. South East Melbourne back in action tonight. Yeah, they are against uh, Adelaide. Adelaide. I'm looking forward to this. I'm not, I wanted to go, but I'm not thinking I will. Monday Night Basketball is pretty good. Does sound good. It's pretty good. That's what sad. else is there to do on a Monday night? Nothing. Not a great deal. 
nothing, literally nothing. Um, other games we had, we got Perth Wildcats um, went over to Adelaide on Friday night, beating Adelaide 99 to 95. Uh, Cairns Taipans winning Brisbane Bullets 94 to 85. And then the Sydney Kings hosted the Illawarra Hawks getting up by five. Which is shocking considering that's first first playing last and yep. Illawarra have been bad. I have watched more of Illawarra than any other team because I'm just a, just big, Ball. Just a big fan of Lamello Ball. Yeah. And they suck. They're, yeah, they do. He's good. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're the worst team. It's like Gary the worst team in the Gold Coast Suns. Well, I mean, that's the thing. They're, they're two and eight. The Kings are nine and one. Yeah. They've respectively got points differentials that are you know, 55 points higher or lower than the next best or the yep. worst. So, like, that should have been a blowout. Mm-hmm. And Lamelo Ball, probably, I assume, was the glue that held the team together. <laughs> because that seems to be the case here. Yeah. I maintain he's a good case for, like, MVP from, mm. from the last, which Ooh, is yeah. shocking. Uh, and then we had Wildcats beating the Breakers by 11, 88-77 in Perth. And then tonight we have the Phoenix taking on the Adelaide 36ers. At Melbourne Arena, 7.30 tonight. Get your tickets, get down, because who doesn't love some Monday Night Basketball? Exactly. I mean, that's that's the other thing. Even Perth, Perth, New Zealand, or Perth... Where are the breakers based? Are they just New Zealand. The New Zealand. They're just, just New, New Zealand. Zealand. Shocking. Um, that's that's second against second last, and that was even more of a blowout. Yep. So... Who knows what this game's going to bring us. What can we um, say? Anything could happen. That's what we Phoenix like are favourites in this game. So, you'd say they're going to win, but... Make, I mean... Make of that what you will. Exactly right. I mean, they did lose sec- to second last in the Wildcats. Oh, yeah. Were the Wild- are the Wildcats second last? Um, second. Wildcats second. You- I, th- I thought you just said it was second. Just, just flip yeah, it. It was flip, second flip and second last, but the Wild... But the, Sorry. The, the per- Sorry. The Understood. Per- gotcha. <laughs> okay, Chief. Yep. Sure, gotcha. Easy done. Thank you. Um, uh, yep. To run through that ladder, we've mentioned a few already, but the Sydney Kings are on top with nine wins and one loss. Perth Wildcats in second with eight wins and three losses. Then South East Melbourne Phoenix are sitting in third with five wins and three losses. Uh, they've only played eight games, so do they break to the top four or top eight or top six? What's the break? Here? I think it's top four. Top I four. think it's top four. Top I four. Think. But they play like playoff games. Yeah. Well, there's only nine teams, so I doubt it would be top eight. Uh, that'd be real rough. <laughs> <laughs> real rough on, I assume, Illawarra. Nah, Chief, you're not good enough. Let's just just, just, just stay away. We're, we're breaking to just eight. Stay Sorry, away. mate, you're done. <laughs> um, we'll head over to the NBA now. Um, there's been a lot going on there. Matt, do you want to take us through oh, geez, some select games, perhaps? Or we could go from yesterday, because there's just endless games going on in the NBA, yeah, and I never know where to start. literally constant. It's great, because it's always on, and it's always on between, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and 3 in the Arvo, so I can just, like, veg on the couch and just Prime time. Watch, watch some basketball. Um, yeah, it's, again, just continues to happen, really, like... Um, what was yesterday, I watched some of the Clippers who Paul George came back and I feel like Paul George coming back and the Clippers having the largest single game winning margin of the season are not unrelated. Um, Atlanta aren't good, the Clippers are good, but they still won by 49, which is huge. That's just an unbelievable amount of points, which makes them look worrying going mm. forward. It's not, you know, just like... <laughs> worrying. Worry, you know, it's like, oh, maybe, maybe basketball's over. Maybe like... Yep. Every team does, just doesn't matter anymore because the Clippers are just about, about to go on a tear and beat everyone. Um, the, there's a couple of games today that I think should be interesting. The Pelicans playing the Warriors, which pre-season, I'm sure everyone would have penciled in as a must-see because of Zion and because of the Warriors, but now they're the, respectively the bottom two teams in the West, which yep. is great. Um, 
the 76ers got up this morning over the Cavs, which you probably would have expected because the Cavs aren't good and the Sixers are good. Yep. Um, the Celtics are currently up two over Sacramento uh, with three to play in the fourth, which would be interesting. Um, your boys, the Nuggets, are playing at 10. Sure are. They're currently third in the West, pretty sure. Good record, eight, you know, eight and three. <coughs> They're doing well. They're they're probably the third best team in the West, so they're doing what we expect them to, which is always (laughs) nice. It's always good when things happen like you want them to. Um, And then the Magic playing the Wizards, which is one of my favourite team name matchups in sports. It is a good one. It's a shame they're both not very good. Yep. The Wizards are fun to watch because they don't have a defence. They they don't have a defence, but they also can't stop scoring. Like, they... They've scored. I think I, I I was having a chat. I was having this chat to a mate the other day. Like they've scored a hundred points in every game they played. They're good. They're a lock to score a hundred points. It's just shocking. Yep. It's just a shame they can't defend because they can fucking score. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Again, it's just basketball keeps going. It's a. It's, an, it's so it weird. Is an just, it just, just keeps going and going and going. But you don't know where, where it's like where the where the rounds start yeah. and finish. Like okay, so no they're idea. on top with like twelve. 12 games or, you know, 15 games played. But then second, they're, like, on, like, nine games. And you're like, wait, okay, so they've got, like, six games to catch up to first. Mm. Most most teams have played 12 or 13 at this point. Yep. I, think, I think this is ostensibly the 13th round, mm. but it'll keep going. Okay. Um, yeah, basketball's very confusing. Very confusing. Yeah, I just... Yeah, confusing. If we have a quick look at the ladders, so the Celtics are on top of the Eastern Conference, followed by the Heat and the Bucks. Then at the bottom of that, we've got the Pistons, the Wizards, and the Knicks in 13th, 14th, and 15th spot. The Knicks suck. Jumping over to the West, we've got the Lakers in first with 10 wins and two losses. Then the Rockets and the Nuggets, of course, in third. Um, at the bottom of the Western Conference, it's the Kings, the Pelicans, and the Warriors at the very bottom with only two wins and 11 losses. Oh, that's that's not fun. Yep. This, that, that's what I'm enjoying about this Sacramento-Boston game, because Sacramento are also not good. They're 4-7, and seven, the Celtics 10-1, and one, but it's only three points in it right at the bottom of the fourth. And Sacramento honourably have one of the worst... Like, they played a, they played real live games with a jersey that said Sacktown on them last year. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> So oh. good, good on them for yeah. persevering oh. through through this. But okay, Chiefs. These are the fun Sacramento facts for your Monday oh. morning. Yep, I love that. Yep. Well, on that note, yeah, I think that wraps up. On that, that note, well, wraps up the basketball. Up the um, I think we'll come back with some tennis and probably a few other little updates and our wrap up at the end. Uh, this is "You'll Never Know" by Just a Gent. We'll be back with the Monday Sports Desk soon. That was "You'll Never Know" by. Just a gent, you're listening to the Monday Sports Desk on Sin. We've covered all the soccer and all the basketball, and we're heading into our wrap-up where we will cover some tennis results first. Um, We had the ATP Finals finish up, which is the end-of-year men's tennis tournament, which sees all the top-seeded players play off against each other. Um, it finished off with a very young final with uh, some of the big names like Federer and Djokovic and Nadal, of course, losing in earlier rounds. Um, so the final was between Stefanos Sissipas and Dominic Team. Sissipas got up in a three-setter, 6-7, 6-8 in the tiebreaker of the first set, then 6-2, 7-6, 7-4 in the tiebreaker of the third set, if you if you followed that. That was a bit confusing. But, I'm confused. <laughs> but anyway, 
Sissipas won. Huge. Yeah. Uh, he was the he's the sixth seed, um, sixth ranked player, and team was ranked fifth. So I guess from that point of view, you'd say it's a little bit surprising. Um, we saw Ash Barty win the women's version of this, and she was, of course, the number one seed going into it. So she came through on her ranking, but we saw the top seed, who was Nadal, go out in the group stages. Um, and then Federer, who was the third seed, was the next highest, um, who went lost in the semifinal to Sissipas. So definitely seeing these young guys starting to come up and really challenge for the top spots in men's tennis so we'll be exciting to see how they go uh, in the Australian Open of course here over summer and then in all the upcoming summer tennis tournaments there was a Kiwi bloke in the doubles finals oh yeah Michael Venus never heard of him no fifth seeded with um Klaassen from South Africa lost to Mahu and Herbert the French interesting pairing. interesting that's a fact for your Monday morning. <laughs> yeah. And then New Zealand played in the doubles. A, 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 a Kiwi and a South African walking to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> Two heavyweights of both rugby league, rugby <laughs> union. Heavyweights of the tennis world. Heavy, heavyweights of the tennis world, the cricket world, and the rugby union world. Yep, that's the one. Walking to a bar. Yep. Um, what else we got? We got in, some... Well, in other, just before we wrap up yes. the tennis news, uh, the Davis Cup is about to kick off. Uh, tonight, I believe, Australia's team is going to be made up of Alex Dimonor, Nick Kyrgios, John Millman, Jordan Thompson, and John Pierce to play doubles. Um, seems like a pretty good team that we're fielding this year. Uh, we'll be playing Colombia on Wednesday morning our time. Um, so hopefully they can get off to a good start with that tie. Yep. Seated in a group with uh, Colombia and Belgium, which is... Fun. Belgium are quite good, I think, historically. I think so. Yep. So we will keep you updated on how they go on all episodes of the Sports Test, which is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday yep. from 9 till 10 a.m. Easy be, done. It'll be done by next week, surely. Or it'll be, or there'll be like proper big results. I'm not sure. It doesn't um, feel like a very long tournament. Who knows? Well, I guess. I guess. We'll I don't. About. I don't know enough about tennis. Um, I think, like what? According to their website, okay, okay, all right, come the season-ending Davis Cup finals event will take place over the course of one week from the 18th to 24th. I see. So, oh, we... this will be the Davis Cup finals because we just ah, had the Fed Cup finals. Gotcha. There we so, go. Understood. Yeah. Uh, the champions will be crowned after the completion of the knockout phase. They'll manage to whittle six groups down to finals, down to champions in a week, which is... Whew. That's all right. Fair enough. That's high-octane tennis. <laughs> I think we should get some cricket because a lot of things have been yeah. going on. Um, now, we had the one-day cup. Well, would you call it one-day cup? Yes, we had the one-day yep. cup. Um, the, what, Marsh one-day cup? I don't know what it's called. Yeah, the Marsh cup. Um, really? Yes, so they... Uh, Victoria hosted uh, New South Wales for the first time in a long time. They've actually played at the MCG at a one-day cup. So they actually played a day-night at the G for Domestic Shield. Um, so... Victoria won by six runs. They batted first, posting um, uh, 265 all-out runs, going um, to Matt Short, scoring 88. And then young 17-year-old Jake Fraser-McGurk getting another 54 runs. You know what I learned about Jake Fraser-McGurk? Yes. They call him Rooster. Yeah. His, his haircut's extremely average. Oh, it's because his last name's McGurk. Really? Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was just his haircut. No. no. It's because it's McGurk. McGurk. And just rooster. Yeah. Wow. It's the noise roosters make. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, yep. 
Sure, I get that. It's, um, a, it's a completely valid nickname, without which doubt. you don't hear very often in Australian sports. It's not, it's not McGurky, it's Wooster. <laughs> um, Marcus Harris posted 44, Peter Hanscombe with 36, and then everyone else with less than 10 runs to their names. And then New South Wales couldn't back that up. They got all out for 259 off 49.5 overs. Runs for that coming to Moses Henriques getting 98, um, Daniel Hughes getting 83, and then everyone else not getting above 20. Jack Edwards getting 18, and Daniel Sams getting 13. Apart from that, everyone flopped. So uh, the Vicks got that job done. And then at WBBL, uh, the Renegades women's won by two wickets, posting eight for Wolf. Um, 141 off their 20 overs and then Sydney Sixers got four for 139. Um, Western Australia beat South Australia by six runs posting 252 off 49.1 overs and then South Australia getting all out for 246 off 49 overs straight. And then upcoming um, games today, we do have Tasmania versus Queensland in the One Day Cup uh, at Blundstone Arena. Queensland have won the toss and elected to bowl. That starts uh, in five minutes, so go watch that because some cricket on a Monday is not too bad. Um, but then upcoming tomorrow, we do have Victoria again um, playing at the MCG against South Australia. It's 10 a.m. start, so if you've got nothing to do on Tuesday, go to the MCG. Gold coin donation, I'm pretty sure, for all domestic matches. It's fantastic. Just go hard-class cricket. I mean, that phrase in go kid's going to be an Australian um, test bloke one day. Test batsman easily. Good easily. One. Yeah, I mean, he, easily. He, he made a clean 50 on his debut. So, yeah. like, he's, he's good. He's not bad. And he made, like, 32 um, in his second innings. And then on Wednesday, we've got Tassie taking on the Blues at Blundstone Arena again at 10 a.m. And then we've got... The WBBL, Renegades taking on the Heat on Wednesday at uh, Junction Oval in St Kilda. That's about it for cricket because there's just all these games going on for the women's big bash. But Yeah, and then we're getting into first test in a week. Very bit. soon. I'm so keen. I'm, I'm just keen to watch test cricket. Just sit on the couch all day and just just watch some cricket. Just have it in the background. It's great. It's great. great. It's so good because you can just do your things. But then on a wicket, oh, yeah, we got a wicket. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. And you watch replay. It's yeah, there. Just hope that it wasn't the one time you walked out of the room and stopped paying attention. Yeah, exa- exactly <laughs> right. So where should I go? Exactly. Ah, right. oh, something happened. Yeah, you know. But then you realise. Wait, hang on. If I was in my, if I was, if I was away from the TV when they go to wicket, maybe I stay away again and they get more wickets. <laughs> That's what happens every and time. And you get real superstitious about it. Every every time you get up like three to watch soccer and you're like, oh, I've gone out to just like step out of the room for a bit. Oh no, it's a goal. Oh, I've got to stop watching now. That happened yesterday. One of our mates went and um got or ordered food when the city game was going on. McLaren scored and we're like, get out of the room. He scored while you're away. He got out again. He scored again. Oh, well. And we're just like, no, 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 don't come in, don't come in. He keeps scoring goals when you're not here. Um, but yeah, that superstitions aren't good, but they they're very relevant in my life. Gets the fans involved. Yeah, without a doubt. Well, that brings us to the end of today's Monday show. I've been April with James and Matt, of course. Uh, The Sports Desk will be back on Wednesday. In the meantime, you can catch any episodes you've missed on Omni or wherever else you get your podcasts from. And you can follow us on social media at The Sports Desk. Uh, I will be back next week. See you then. Yep. Enjoy. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in to the Sports Desk on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, 9 till 10, and make sure to check out the podcast wherever you get your podcast from.